Andrea Mason. Andrea. Oh my God. <laughs> There's a spoiled brat coming out. <laughs> There they Hello. go. Hello, Hello. Guys. Can you can hear me? Hello, can you hear me and are you able to see me? Hello, gentlemen. Yes, yes. We see you very, very good. How about seeing me, uh, hearing me? Are you able to hear me? Yep, loud and clear. Loud and Excellent. clear. Excellent. Everybody meets at the exact same time, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. There you go. Right That's on time. Nice. Everybody right on time. from different parts of the uh, world. I'm from Peru. Oh, I nice. Live in, yeah, tu I eres live in... Colombiana. Si, sí, Colombiana. Si. Sí. Habla español yeah. también? Habla español poquito, pero, uh, you know, nacimiento en la Colombia, pero grew up here. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So you, got, you got halfway down the bridge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Josh, Josh is the only one. You got to take uh, Spanish classes from Josh. Yeah, yeah, I can help you guys. I can help yeah. you Sounds guys. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. And where are you from, sir? So me, I'm based in Toronto, Canada. But oh, originally, okay. yeah, my family background is Indian. But just like you, I grew up in the West as well. Got you. I understand. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Um, well, thank you so much for having me on, guys. I appreciate it, and uh, I'm excited on what's going to happen. So I'm yeah, looking forward let's to it. Thanks for I, I kind of want to look, because we just, you know, just met each other just now. Sure. I thought, let's get rid of the, let's get rid of the heaviest thing first, and then, okay. you know, it gets lighter down the road. You Sounds good. You are here from Colombia. Yes. And Absolutely. you are adopted. Correct. And your parents had to give you away for so okay. Reason. So I was born in Colombia, and at 11 months old, at weighing in at 11 pounds, my parents were unable to care for me in Colombia. It was during the cartel drug war tone zone era. So what they did was they put me up for adoption, and I came to America in what you know unconditional love and open arms of my parents so my parents are italian and irish descent americanized so i was born in colombia but i haven't been back since i came here what age was that again 11, 11 months. months old oh, wow not even a year eh? not even nope, a year that's not that's even. not even a year Jeff. right that's Absolutely. obviously jag is the mathematician and he's so <laughs> shocked by what you just said he doesn't even know yeah. That 11 months is not even a year. He knows that. Yes. That's, a, that's a shocking thing, right, Jag? No, that's not the only shocking thing, man. But I mean, sorry. No, no. 11 I meant, months. I meant what she just oh, said. Oh, the other one. Yeah, of yeah. course. It yeah, is. the real it shocking is. thing. Yeah. Um, hey, Jag didn't know yeah. I was going to go that way. I, uh, I did. Yeah. I, I, some, I, some, some jokes Josh cracks, like I'm not able to follow up with them. But. <laughs> It's okay. No problem. Yeah. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I'm always talking way too much. So somebody tell me to shut up and I will. I'm just trying it's to make... It's all good. It's all good. So, no so like, okay. So obviously, like Josh said, let's get at the tough things first. Um, sure. When were you told? When did you find out that this yes. is the new story? Absolutely. So Whoa, that's I was told at the age of seven, at first of seven. grade in the States. And right. to me, 
me, it was both a treasure and a tragedy. For a young seven-year-old, it's like, yeah. oh my goodness, my parents, I'm a gift to my parents. That's awesome. I'm, they give me a second chance in life. Yeah. And then the underlying thread is, wow, I've been abandoned. My, my own biological parents didn't want me. They put me up for adoption. Okay. So mm. now that's the underlying thread throughout my journey of, yeah. am I good enough? Am I going to trust someone? Am I able to love someone? Am I able to be in a relationship, be good enough? So all those factors kind of came through the pipeline as both a treasure and a, tra you know, a tragedy, trauma, actually, to be honest. What would you say the layers of emotions were? Like if you were building a cake, you know, like the, the first one, anger, the next one, shock, the next one, sadness. Yeah. I mean, how, do, what do you, how would you explain the layer and, and how maybe do you solve that? back absolutely so it was a difference of you know and i actually just did a video today of you know growing up with no identity i have no knowledge there's no pictures no records of my parents my biological parents there's no medical records so everything that i had to experience was firsthand so that you have that underlying thread of abandonment who am i who do i look like who do i sound like then you come to America, although it was diverse, but the hometown that I grew up in, it was predominantly Caucasian, you know, and I had different features, petite stature, different features of the Latina descent. I had an accent and it, it was kind of difficult to, to really muster, you know? Yeah. So then I had the, first it was the shock then the confusion wait a minute you gave me up for adoption 11 months old i came to america on a plane 11 months not even in the caregiver's possession it was i believe if i recall i don't even remember to be honest but i believe it was the representative from the adoption agency damn you know not, e so, not even a year old either right That's and it was <laughs> and it was it was just you know you deal with the confusion you deal with now trust conditions that you have to experience and then you know i've just gotten you know the privilege of being adopted into an amazing family yeah you know yeah. one one key trait that still resounds in my mind even to this day is you know they instilled in me andrea no matter what you do yeah do your best do it with integrity and do what you love and i've just kind of made that the blueprint of my whole life journey ever since so it has been like from from so it was discovery first and then there was a period of doubts and questions about your identity Absolutely. about you know people that are in your life at that point and then you grew up with it and then you reached a stage where acceptance took place where you accepted who you were your past and from there you got the energy to do what you're doing right now correct right right and it was difficult because yeah. my safe haven was my home you know yeah. and my parents were successfully bank successful bankers on wall street so when i wasn't in their presence i was bullied i was thrown into trash cans i had to eat my lunch in the bathroom because i didn't fit in i, I just didn't Nobody understood me and, and it was a neglect, a, an abandonment and an abuse from my peers because they just didn't understand, you know, why is this, this girl looking different, speaking different, you know, acting different. 
And how does she not know who she is? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so when to fast forward a little bit, you know, when I really, as you said, Jack, to, to hone in and accept that I was adopted, okay, now I have a better understanding. Wow, that was really brave and courageous yeah. of my family because I was able to see what I could have been or not even be here. You know, on those, when I used to watch TV, I was those kids on those commercials. Yes. You know what I mean? And did I have a chance? Did I not? Absolutely. And, you know, during middle school, they have you do this assessment of what do you want to do with your life? And my heart yeah. said one thing and the paper said other. The paper said I should have been a mechanic because yeah. I was good with my hands. So that, yeah. that leads a lot for, you know, explanation because I do love cars. I do love yeah. all mechanic stuff. Yeah. But when I was able to tap into it, I said, let me go the social work psychology route. Why? Social work will give me an experience of social diversity, understanding everybody's differences, seeing individuals at their different levels of function and acceptance. And I, I adopted the psychology component to understand the science behind what people do, what they don't do. And I just kind of married those together. That's amazing. In my careers, yeah. That's amazing. No, hats off to you because Thank like, you. Uh, I'm trying to, obviously I cannot exactly put myself in your position because I didn't go through what you went through. Right. But if I, I try can. to do so, even just a little bit, I know Josh, Josh might have a lot to add on this one later. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> you know. Or I could do it right now. <laughs> no, you go, Jack. You go. No, you go. Um, no I do have a know. similar experience because yep. I am also Spanish. Uh, I, the only thing I was going to say to you, Andrea, was that um, uh, I, I felt the same level of, uh, uh, you know, I don't want to call it racism, but it was. It was because you were a different, because Prejudice. you were different. Prejudice. Prejudice. Yeah. Different, yeah, you know, yeah, not so fitting I, in. Yeah, so I was third, you know, like I was even behind uh, white people, black people, and then I'm Spanish and I, and right. I don't understand the language. So they put me at the back of the line as far as like, there's like a hierarchy, wouldn't you right, say? Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I was Absolutely. Like, yeah. yes, these societal funnels that they have created makes no sense at all. But that's unfortunately no. the society we live in. And it's still well, persistent, which uh, is not something that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy about. But thankfully, we got platforms like these to talk about such stuff. So, absolutely. Andrea, my, my next question to you was, you know, as I was saying, if I even try to, and I, I can't, but if I try to put myself in your position, being told that I belong from a different culture, I belong from a different country, what I would do in that situation if I'm just a kid is, is to just start researching about Colombia, what it is. I've right. never heard of it before, and, and, I, and they're telling me that I'm supposed to come, I, that I come from here. You know, right. what is Colombia, Colombian tradition? I want to know more about it. I want to speak the language. I want to know about the culture and all of that. So did you do all that digging behind your past, trying to make sense of your culture that you have left? You know, to be quite honest, I did a little bit of it. You know, yeah. I did take Spanish to understand the nature. I was fortunate, like I said, to for my parents to go to Spain, uh, that's a totally different, you know, culture. Yeah. But, you know, I, I did play soccer as far as that, but I'm doing more of a deep, deeper dive because during middle school and elementary school, I was just trying to stay, I had to work 10 times harder than the average individual in school academically. I had okay. to, you know, be really focused and try yeah. to save 
my mental health per se now that we you know now we would call it the mental health so i would hide behind playing piano and i would hide behind playing soccer and that's what i excelled at so i excelled at those and academically i was just kind of you know chipping by the bit getting by with decent yeah. grades just to 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 make it through but when my senior year in high school came along, I did ask permission for my parents, which they were open book. They said, whenever you're ready, here are some documents or here's a little bit of what we got. And when I just read the documents, I mean, it was crazy. There was like different birth dates. There was different uh, conditions that I've had that were like pretty severe. And then you know, one of the legal documents was stating that my family wouldn't reclaim me. And I never understood that. So I asked my parents, well, why, why wouldn't they reclaim me? Reclaim me? Excuse me, yeah. what, what, is, what does that mean? And they said, well, they were very physically impaired and couldn't even take care of themselves. And so that pushed the envelope to, okay, let me go in social work, let me go in psychology, and let me dabble more into Colombia. And at that time, there were so many different tribes, Native American tribes. So now I had not only had the Latina component at that time, but I also had the Native American mix within. And now yeah. my identity, what I thought I had a handle on, and yeah. now was even more, yeah. you know, confusing. You got all, you got all kinds of fighting in you. gene pool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very... Yeah, you know, there, yeah. so it was something that was just totally um, an adventure and a journey. And when I did yeah. work in the social work fields with individuals of, you know, Latin or South American descent, it was weird, but now it's not to look back. I felt comfortable. Yeah. It was like familial. Not that my parents, don't get me wrong, my parents yeah. were unconditional love, but yeah. I just felt... I different kind of nurturance yeah, per yeah, se yeah. energy that i felt and i was like that's what that's what i love that's it's what just, i miss it's a sense of belonging you know right exactly even if, even if you're raised in a different culture you meet somebody who looks like you speaks like you and everything there's that connection already so josh have you ever felt that like you can yeah to, man i got called gringo yeah? in my own country i when i i grew up in peru and everybody yeah. there's spanish and everybody's calling me gringo I don't know if you guys know what that term is. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah like no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Slang for white guy. Like, yeah. You don't want to yeah. be called gringo in like... So, so when you moved yeah. to America, was mm -hmm. it uh, easy for you to, to fit in or were you looking for communities that would take you in? Because you moved to Mississippi, which back then must have oh, been a pretty white area. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Josh. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm we, we went straight to Mississippi at nine years yeah. old. So at nine years old, I was kind of excited. I was like, we're going to America. I was thinking Disney World. I was excited. Yeah. I was, you know, <laughs> of I was course, like, how did you not think yeah, of Disney World? I, yeah, <laughs> Disney World. That's that's what you think. Yeah. And you moved because of some terrorism issues in, in Lima, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, really? There was terrorism. Wow. Yeah, Kentucky Fried Chicken got blown up right outside of our neighborhood in our, I don't know what they call it in Spanish, but it's like a, it means circle. It's called the manzana. It's called the apple. Okay. I get you know mm -hmm. how they call New York the big apple. It's like right, right. apples in manzana. Right. And uh, anyway, I forgot where I was going. So yeah, I came, I went to Mississippi. So that was shock culture because it was like, they don't, I don't know if you know this about Mississippi, but it, it tends to get a reputation about not uh, considering other races as 
similar to their own standards. People? <laughs> right. Right, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to say yeah. racist in the nicest possible way. There's just it, no way around it. There's just no way around it. It's just too slippery. And, and you know what the crazy thing was is when in my neighborhood it wasn't it wasn't really about the culture. It was just about what I remember was why why are you adopted? That was really the core, you know, because yeah, okay. the neighborhood and the, and the town was like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. And they were like, why were you adopted? Like, what happened? They were confused and and, and limited education. You know, don't forget yeah. this was elementary and middle school. What, it wasn't, wasn't there some story in the Bible where some, some girl gets adopted or Mo, didn't Moses get adopted into like... Uh, wasn't he a Jewish adoption that got sent down the river, put in a, maybe it's a holy I, thing, you know what I'm saying? I, like, is it possibly thing? you're chosen, the chosen one. Chosen one, there you go. Yeah, there you go, that's that. how I see it. There I see it, it as the yeah. chosen one. I you put got a the glow about you, that's, you got the glow. That's, that's exactly how you should see, absolutely. That's exactly that's how, how I, I see it. That's how I've kind of let, changed my let, mindset, let, you know, let me ask you this. Yeah, let me ask you this, not to bring it back down, but it's going to, have you ever tried to look for them? I did try to look. Well, like I said, the legal documents yeah. said that they would never reclaim me. So that really put a damper on things. But did yeah. you and just want to just go find them anyway? I don't know. I've heard different perspectives of things. You know, I do know that my husband, you know, had mentioned he would love one day to go there and do like a documentary and have me kind of yeah. see about it, you know, and I, I, I followed Anthony Bourdain a lot. And when okay. he went there the first time, I was just like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. And then he went back a second time, God rest his soul, before he passed and it changed. And it was funny because I was talking to our son and he was just like, well, where are you, where are you from? And I said, yeah. you know, Columbia, South America. And I don't know what triggered me, but I was like, let me just YouTube. Let me see if there's a video footage out there. And I did video footage around, you know, the times. And I was just like, I don't even know how I made it out alive. You know, with the explosions and the drug cartel and just, uh, it was just so dark. Yeah. And to see me now is just a gift, you know, really, really humbled and, and privileged to be here. 100%. You know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, to go back to, you know, what, um, <clears throat> what we were talking about before was, it wasn't about racism or minorities per se, but I did experience that when I went Hopefully. to college. When I went to college, where did you go to college? I was I went to college in uh, south, like the southern part west of Virginia, okay. and they called me a damn Yankee, a spick. They called <laughs> How me. How is that even uh, right? Damn Yankees from the top, from the spick is from I, the bottom. Well, how, because how I'm coming from sense? northeastern, I'm coming from northeastern part of the United States down to Virginia, yeah, and I was called spick. And then I was called a spoiled brat because my parents. I know, bet the spoiled brat one was right. It, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in the context, they were using yeah, it. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm, I, I'm transparent. What you see, what you get. No filter. 
And <laughs> what was weird was the context that they used. Uh, yeah. it. And it wasn't even like, oh, you're a spoiled brat. You get fed on a silver platter. It was like, how dare you even talk to us? And, and you know, you're supposed to be of this high statured and pedestal kind of what? lifestyle. And I was just like, no, I'm really not. I'm like you. And like I said, that's where integrity kind of throughout my journey was a crutch and, and, a, and a bad thing that I had mm-hmm. because right. I just spoke the truth and I wanted answers. And what you see is what you get with me always. You need to you be know? running for office, girl. I don't uh, know if anybody's already <laughs> told you this. I don't, want, I don't want that you power. Have, you are the pedigree to rule this land, sister. Well, thank I will, you. I'll vote for you. I, I'll, I'll vote for you and anybody you tell me to vote for. She's the, she's the chosen one, Josh. She's the there Java, you go. Right? What, the chosen what is that, one. The cho- what is it? The, the golden child from Eddie Murphy? Yeah, gong. <laughs> so, all right. So, Andrea, let me get this straight. So, yes. um, you went to school and you mentioned about e eating lunches alone and, you yes. know, not being able to befriend people that easily at first. Right. Right. Uh, and then you experienced kind of similar thing in college, but it was different in the sense that uh, people had people throw they, they threw a cold shoulder towards you, to be honest, yes. because they had some Absolutely. preconceived notions about you. Right. Um, a couple of questions. So did you ever receive the odd question of you know, you, people, uh, you mentioned people asked you that, are you adopted and all, why are you adopted and all of that? But did you ever receive right. the odd question of where you're from? And then you found yourself in a position where you don't really have an answer for that, but you know that you got to provide with something to, to satisfy their expectation. And then what's your attitude towards people asking you about your background now? You, you know what? I, at first, I didn't really, it didn't really yeah. bother me. I was more, um, in, in the earlier years, I was more protective of my family because I don't know the reasons why they adopted a child. And that wasn't for me to ask and me to disclose their business. I'm, I'm very protective and confidential and respect individuals privacy. And I always ask permission. Nobody else is asking that. You know, know, so even if you're adopted or not adopted, it doesn't matter. Right. So I was just, you know, if they say, Oh, where you're from, I'll say, you know, you know, I was born and raised in America. And then if they go, wait, 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 no, no, no. Because yeah. like certain people yeah, yeah, see yeah. the culture. Exactly. I mean, I've had, it's crazy. I've had some people hear my Latin accent. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, the only me, time you hear but, my Latin yeah. accent and my husband can vouch for this is when I'm angry yeah, or if I'm saying stuff. certain right. words. Yeah. And like the joke is I like, I, I forgot what it's called in Spanish. But when I say something faster, if I say certain words, the R's will. The rolling um, R's. They will yes. Roll. Yes. Yeah. And that's when it comes out. And that's when they like, yeah, you're not. You're not. Yeah, no, nobody you says them sexier than Jag, though. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again. The rolling R's. <laughs> the rolling R's. Yes. Yes. That's so funny. Dude, Jags, Jags are so slow arms, and methodical and like. You can tell he's from <laughs> India because like snakes would fall into a trance with those rolling yeah. eyes. <laughs> trance and something like that. Absolutely. Well, you should be able to do that. Doesn't Peru have that? Yeah. And you don't have yeah, any? I, you did I, I can years. do it. I can do okay. it. Okay. So let me hear I, it. Huh? Say, say rápida, rápidamente. Now. I can do it. I can say do rápidamente, it. rápidamente. Rápidamente. 
There, there you go. go. Okay. Got it. Just but no, I was just going to say, Josh, I don't hear I don't I hear I think I saw that yeah. in one of your uh, inspirational speeches, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, you can yeah. do it. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that at some point in the podcast, yeah. I'd imagine. <laughs> We're eventually going to get to the real reason she's here, but but see, this is the thing like you don't, you don't, yeah, you don't come across <laughs> stories like these every single day. That is why it's 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 so much more interesting to talk about about this mm -hmm. and and to know where you come from and just the more and more facts we hear, like mm -hmm. it just increases the amount of respect and and where you come from and the stuff that you are doing right now it must you. have been such a crazy journey for you and. It yeah. just inspires me more and more to kind of like follow my passion Thank and you. just just get up out there and don't care about my skin color, don't care about my anything and just just do it, you know? Yeah, man. And, you know, I mean, the other the other side of the coin, if you think about it, is that my parents were very strict, you know, very, you know, conservative the American, in the way the American of my American parents. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I, like I said, I have no knowledge what my mother and father look like. I don't know what they sound like, what they smell, right. nothing, nothing. Okay. I have no knowledge. So my biological, uh, my adaptive parents, yeah. you know, they were very conservative and reserved. My dad was always optimistic, but I didn't really see him. You know, he saw us with our eyes closed. He would go to work early in New York. And then he would come home late, you yeah. know, so he only saw us for family events or if we had a recital or a game, he'd be right there up front line. Yeah. And my mom, you know, she worked different hours. She worked like school hours. So I would see her afterwards. So I really grew up close with my mother. And but I always followed the rules. And then it wasn't until probably like middle school, seventh and eighth grade when I was kind of in that rebellious time, I got in trouble once and I just, I, I didn't even get, I never got scolded. I got the look and that was about the extent of my punishment. Right. But at the same time, I was in this like cookie cutter box. I didn't know of diversity until I went to high school. I went to private high school, so, so Catholic right. nonetheless, men and guys on each side, you know? So I, I mean, that in high school and college was like letting the dogs loose. I just didn't know what I was going into. I was limited lack knowledge. You can even go to the farther extent of naive. And, and I'll go back to what he was saying. I, I was, I was a spoiled brat. You know, my mom. Yeah, you yeah, I went right. to Did you end up marrying the guy who called you that, by the way? <laughs> did you? No, no, The guy that didn't, called I didn't. you the worst thing, like called you out on your, uh, excuse my French, S-H-I-T. The one that caused you well, that yeah, he did. I it? did marry him. Yes, I there did marry him because yeah, he, he, he did. He knows he, he'll call my bluff left and right. You yeah, know, yeah, he knows me to a T where it's just it? like, I don't like you when I'm like all aggravated. He like makes me laugh. And I'm just like, yeah. I don't like you for that reason. Because yeah, yeah. you look so silly. You know, <laughs> no, because it's crazy. And it's just the fact that you come from a home you don't even know. Yeah. You come into this Mr. Rogers neighborhood where everything's prim and proper, right and wrong. There's some consequences to your actions and what have you. Yeah. And then you're led on your own from like, like I would probably say the last two years of high school to college yeah. where I was just peer pressure beyond belief. And when I'm by myself, I'm just like, well, 
I kind of have to be a people pleaser because I need friends. I want to be accepted for some what, reason. What kind of peer pressure right. are you but talking the, about? You're talking about the drug kind? Like, like, kind, so you, well, kind. all cool. of the above, all of the above, you know, whether above. it's smoking Sex, drugs, or drinking. Rock and roll. And <laughs> just, <laughs> well, you know. Just, you know. Being, just being cool. Just, just, just being cool. Don't say that for nothing, by the way. <laughs> But, no. but, you know, I learned the hard way, you know, yeah. and that's what I'm trying to prevent for our future. I'm trying to prevent that and protect that for our son. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because it's difficult. It's a totally different right. world out there. And you can make one misstep and your life is just completely yeah. changed. You know what I, I mean? The yeah. social media pressure that kids, these right. kids go through and right. everything. And I mean, you know, I'm what you call a helicopter mom. I'm not proud of it, but I do see his personality coming out I'm like that's me and that's not gonna happen you know my yeah. my husband is very very intelligent very reserved uh, he does have the comedic side on him you know that that helps us balance each other out but he uh -oh. doesn't do electronics <laughs> Uh -oh. he, do he doesn't do uh -oh. electronics. here comes your negatives husbands <laughs> run run husband run <laughs> So you got to take over the, the electronic side and you got to keep oh, that in boy. Yeah. No, but he doesn't do it. What I'm saying right. is my son is, our son is intelligent. He yeah. will read 10 hours a day if you let him. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, you know, we kind of like introduced, you know, the game says to him, he has to earn it 15 minutes a night. Or if during school, he has to earn it for about 30 minutes on a Friday. You know what I mean? Okay. And, okay. but he loves to read and he's very intellectual. And I just kind of still learning the tricks and trades of the parenthood because again, we didn't touch this yet, but my mother had passed in 2007. So and that. that was, thank you. And oh, I sorry. wasn't, thank you. And I wasn't really feeling the mother route. You know what I mean? Right. I was right. never really into having kids never really into getting married to be honest i grew yep. up around with all brat. my cousins yes i was a spoiled that. brat and i was hey, also no. a tomboy she, she was independent let's let's keep it there yeah, she's independent she knew what she was doing she wanted Man, to do i want to yeah. hear i want to hear you talk when you're not talking proper i bet that I, slang is dirty <laughs> because you no, have I said actually I to be, you roll your r's at places where nobody else rolls their r's at <laughs> You, you like, said grew work or something crazy. Yeah, but what's what's honest is I like totally changed my ways. I unplugged probably five or eight years ago before I even became a parent. And by change your, I'm sorry to cut you off. By change your ways, you mean uh, like changes in your daily routine, the stuff that you Sex, do to be more organized. Sex, rock and roll, Jag, follow along. Every, everything, everything. Right. I was just like, you know what? I'm unplugging from media you know, violence and all the stuff that they put on the social media, I wasn't interested in anymore. I knew I could be more. I knew I could be more. I knew I could do more and okay. I had a lot to give. Right. And I was just like, you know what? I'm over drink the drinking route, having the one. Yes. No, after Go you're ahead, done, Josh. that was a question for Jag. Okay, uh, no, I, let, let, let Andrea finish, then you can ask me for sure, Andrea. Go ahead. So, well, I was, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I was just like, you know what? This is not working for me anymore. I want to take it to the next level. I want to be responsible. What is my calling? Yeah. What is my legacy that I'm going to build? This was before you became a mom, right? Right. And okay. I was talking with my mom about it. She was like, 
About it, like, about <laughs> it. Did you see? Yeah, see, you gotta yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah, Whenever yeah, she listen. talks, she puts all, she puts the in the in the like. No, that's not a thing. Hey, Nobody's ever drink? done that Do you ever. Make it a drinking Nobody game. Nobody does that. Yeah, every time she does it, I I would have already had drink. ten drinks. <laughs> okay. right. We uh, finally right caught that one. <laughs> yeah. So I told her everything. And right. she knew everything. And she was just like, Andre, I'm your mother. I really don't need to know everything. But I felt I felt a connection that I didn't have. So when I lost that, I again, I lost my identity. And I was just yeah. like, well, I'm not going to be this person who's going to say one thing and do another. And I'm not going to be this person who is going to follow everyone else and, you know, be miserable and drink all the time and party all the time. I was over it. Yeah. I said, I knew I had to give something better, you know, and when I decided, you know, my husband's like, well, you know, are you, you know, I know your mom just passed, but are you thinking of, you know, of, yeah. you know, about family planning? Yeah. And at first I was like, well, not right now. And then I was like, that's not right. That's not right. My fam, based on my history, how could I deprive him, let alone my life of, doing one of the greatest gifts that our creator gave us yeah. as women to give birth. And it was really difficult because I didn't have a mother figure around at all. I was still dealing with, you know, understanding my biological mother being gone. Now my mother is gone. How am I going to raise a family? Yeah. My husband's yeah. a lot better parent than I am. He had a better life than I did. How am I going to do this? I and when I really sat it down that all the way, right? It, well, it, in my mindset, kind of it your, was it, isn't that kind of in your theology of, you know, that mind over matter and you're supposed to forgive right. yourself. You're not supposed to think like that. You just set it on your thing. You're not. And now here you are thinking like that. That's and how I, I, I know, was thinking. I know you're telling your story. Okay. <laughs> you're telling your story. All right. Okay. Come on. Well, my, let's let's darkness, keep up. All right. All right. I'm just, hey, hey, darkness hey, we're boxing here. We're boxing yeah. here. It's all darkness before light. Duck and weave, duck and weave, you know. <laughs> but yeah, you know, and so I realized, you know, so what actually happened was I said, okay, I need to be selfless, no more selfish. Okay. I need to be selfless and I need right. to figure out what am I going to do? And we decided having a child. I was so great. I was like, Sneakily, like, can I have a boy? Please, can I have a boy? Because I don't know how to deal with girls. Yeah, I didn't yeah. run it. And God graced us with an amazing young man. And as boyish as he is, is his personality is mirrored mine. And so I got the best kind of a both worlds. That's I don't awesome. know, awesome. you know, but it, but it's great, you know. And to to kind of go where you've never been before, yeah. like Mr. Brown says, you have to do what you've never done before. Okay. And Technology. that was something where I really stepped into. Yeah. Technology wise, how, how would you advise raising him at four years old with what you know today with technology, AI, too much on social media, too much feeling VR. pressure, too much, yeah. too much he, depression, and yeah. then leading into uh, pharmaceutical drugs, which is also you know, one of the things that you um, US yeah. step into. Right. Yeah. I mean, right now we are in parental control. I'm a lot more strict than my husband, you know, um, but he doesn't go on social media at all. You know, he understands it. 
Uh, he he he. Wa we watch to speak of Disney. We watch Disney vlogs. That's the one thing we do every night as a family. Is you it know? the same thing as TikTok, where you just swipe up and it's like? Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's YouTube. Videos? It's a YouTube channel where people are actually in the parks, going on rides, eating the food, and uh, they're they're vlogging and blogging. Uh, so we watch that instead of TV or anything. And then Friday night is our family night that we watch a Disney movie or a cartoon, you know, that's that's nice. and that's what we do, you know. I see, that's good. Um, I had a question for you, and this is going to take us back to the conversation which you were doing. Um, sure. So how it seems to me is when you got to know about your separation at first, about your adoption and everything, that changed your life. And you had to go through a lot to accept. You had to build yourself up and then, you know, try to fit in the society and everything. Right. And that kind of, it seems like from your story, it happened again back in yes. 2007 when you lost another parent. So you've went through that twice. Yes. And those two things have, have had a massive impact on your uh, personality, on the way you do stuff, on Absolutely. your message. Absolutely. Um, yeah, because during my high school and my college years, yeah. I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't care about anybody. I was selfish. I did what I had to do, did what I wanted to do. There yeah. was no restrictions. Yeah. But then I realized after losing my mother, I can't live a life like that because that's yeah. not healthy. That's not yeah. abundant. And that's not being loving yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? I was yeah. distancing myself from everyone. I didn't want to be bothered. It was like I came and gone. I went to do a party. Hey, I'm here. All right, I'm out. You know, hey, I want to be you know, be your friend. I'm out. You know what I mean? I didn't have, I was severing the ties before they got severed by them. In other words, you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense because you're trying to eliminate it before it hurts you enough. Like it's Absolutely. like enough love. Okay. I love you too much, too much, too much love. Definitely. I can't have too much love in my life because right. it brings back too many probably thoughts, memories that yeah. you're not ready to not ready to deal with necessarily, not necessarily absolutely. not ready to deal with, but in that particular moment, you're oh, not absolutely. ready to deal with. Oh, absolutely. At that them. time, I was not ready. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That's and each awesome. individual situation like that, I'm sure, has its own time and place as far yeah. as when it's ought to be resolved, you know? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Josh, you had a question for me, I remember. Oh, man, Jack, that was like 25 minutes ago, man. <laughs> Come on. I can't, my mind is on to the next one. We're, we're riding the waves over here. I can't swim back all the way over there. Okay. You I know what I, I love? Asked. I have to, I have to interject because I have interject, to say, interject. I love the layout of this podcast. Why? Because you have an amazing balance and complement to each other. And I think this is going to be epic in your future endeavors, real talk, because oh. I really think the lightheartedness and, and the pendulum, the way the energy flows in this podcast is going to really excel you guys. And if there's anything I, I can help or support going forward, I'd be more than happy to. Well, it's love all it. Jag's voice, by the way. No. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I fell in love with it. And I was like, I, you have to be on my team, man. You have got to be on my team because I'm all sloppy with my words. I'm all sloppy with my thoughts. And you take it all and bring it back together and now yeah. it flows nice it, it's so true you're so right about that I, the pendulum does swing mine swings a little quicker right, he, right. you know and hit, no, you know, see but, see but, the thing is I, like i need josh to bring that side on this podcast right because i can be right. serious and i can dive deep into it but that's no right. fun you know fun comes right, right. when when you when you break stuff down and you make it relatable with people which josh does very easily 
Right. Jag, Jag is, is more fun than he lets up to be. He just got <laughs> to loosen up a little okay. bit. But go ahead, yeah. go ahead, Jag. And I know I, Jag has a... Go ahead, go, go Jag. No, no, I was just going to say, enough about you and uh, I, Josh. <laughs> it's, not, it's not what it is. Uh, I want to bring the... That it's was not my about fault. Us. I was complimenting you guys. I was complimenting you and acknowledging it. It has to be said, it has to be done, and it has to be acknowledged. For yeah, sure. I Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And I appreciate I, that. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to, somewhere down the road on this podcast, we're going to compliment you as well. <laughs> <laughs> we just have to make it a surprise. <laughs> can't just come after you complimented us. That's too obvious. Yeah, that's right? too I obvious. Mean, we can't no. be doing that. We got to make it look genuine. Yeah, we got to yeah, make it real, yeah. We got to edit it in. Edit yeah. it in. Right, right. There you go. <laughs> There's the deal. So I've got, I've got two questions, like one for my own personal curiosity and second, obviously to just forward this conversation. So you said you looked at some uh, legal documents about your past and everything. Did you ever find the city where you came from or no? Is that, is that unknown as well? So I'm going to butcher this and I apologize that to my fellow Colombians out there. So it said Cundamarca. So I don't know where that is. I think it's a small village. And I was told it was like a city outside of Bogota. Okay. And it was like a village. Yeah, Josh, can you look at that? You know? Josh, can you look at that? Yeah, so so it's, it's outside of Bogota. I'm gonna look okay. Right, right. What's it yes. called again? Say it one more time. Cundamarca. Cundamarca. Yes. C-U-N-D-I-M-A-R-C-A. Cundamarca. No, that was not right. Well, I'll look it up. And Say that's all time. you knew. That's all you knew. <laughs> yeah, that's all I knew. And the yeah. other thing was that my mother had a physical impediment where she wasn't able to even write her name or care for me or even herself. So I don't know what that was about. But that was, it was legally stated that she had a physical impediment, unable to care for herself, let alone me, to the extent yeah. where she was literally unable to write her own name. Now, whether that means physical, academic, I'm not sure. Right. Were you not okay. allowed to go see her or did you just choose? Well, that, that was her? the legal documents that they would never reclaim me. Reclaim to me means they would not make you. Yeah, but that you can still visit. Again, yeah, exactly. Should, should, that shouldn't saying. limit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that shouldn't limit yeah. you from, but again, that's none of our business, first of all. It is, know. it yeah, is, no, if it's, it's our fine. podcast, it is our <laughs> business. <laughs> but but here's just... the thing, though, is like, I, so in the interim, I have been to two or three medians, and it was made to my attention, unfortunately, that my biological mother has passed on, and it wasn't of natural causes or anything else, and it didn't sound in a good way, okay. but that was the amount of the extent that I was informed recently that she did pass on. And according to the medians, I do have some siblings in the United States. No names, don't know, so we'll see. I don't know. Hey, that's, that's... Wait, somebody needs to launch an investigation. No, I know. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Or do you yeah. not want to? Or do you? Hey, I don't know. So I don't a, know. You're not it's, prepared it's, to answer that question on two, three, one, go. I I don't know. I no. I, I never really thought of it. You know what I mean? To be honest, I never really thought of like. Have you ever seen a a a? a sorry, you're getting blocked by because I'm trying to look up things. Have you ever seen a a, a documentary? It's called, I think it's called Live, or Life. 
One of yes, those where they where they go. Well, it's famous people where they go to somebody and they find all these like ancestral lines between them. Is that what no, you're talking uh, about? No, this documentary is about healing oh. yourself, like from wounds, and some oh, no. of them are the kinds of wounds that, like, do you ever have? Sorry, I'm gonna click on you so I can see you again. Um, do you ever have uh, things happen like anxiety, migraines? Uh, yes, like I health did. problems from the not thinking about your past. Yes, actually funny you mentioned that because a couple of weeks ago I connected with a, an individual on social media and I don't remember what the exchange was. We connected and I was given a complimentary session of called biological coding. And okay. I don't know what, it was virtual obviously, but she was able to release. I so. Quick side note, I've experienced back pain on my upper right kidney, right where my arm is. And I right. could barely like touch it, clothing hurts it, what have you, for years. And I thought it was due to, I was in a bad car accident. I thought it was due to that. And I met with this woman and she said, this was seven generations of anxiety and depression, biological from your biological matriarch side. I was wow. like, what? And she did some sort of root religious or routine, not religious, excuse me. I don't know if it was some, some manual, spiritual. You can say religious when you say spiritual. I think it's the same but thing. I don't, I don't, okay. So I, so she did this treatment virtually and she was kind of like, you know, doing some mantra of some sort. And truth be told, and since it, that time, it's been gone. It's been gone, okay. It's been gone. And I'll tell you, my husband, doctors diagnosed it as fibromyalgia. They diagnosed it as nerve I pain. I know what it's they called. It's okay. called HEAL. HEAL. H-E-A-L. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's about exactly what you just said. You could have been on that documentary oh, and you would that. have been one of those stories. I did see that. That's yes, I did. I saw it on Netflix. Yeah. Where somebody had this whole like trauma to their body and then yeah, they, they went to this retreat and kind of did something and they were like, they realized it was ancestral back like X damn. amount of generations or something. Uh, well, to... no, not necessarily that. Go ahead, Jag. No, I was going to say, I need to get, I need to watch this because it seems like I have it. It's crazy. Oh man, I like... cried like seven times during that yeah. documentary. Yeah. Like it was. Another it was documentary so is plug in if we're going to go there. Yeah. Check mm -hmm. out Thrive. Thrive? Thrive is pretty crazy. Yeah. Two R's? Two R's? <laughs> <laughs> that was three. 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 This, three. Is, three. this is what I'm talking about. This is what I do not, this is what we need Josh for in this country. Oh, come on. We need, we need her, man. Yeah, come absolutely. Uh, we need you, everybody so, except for you, apparently, Jag. You cannot exactly. think that way about yourself. This is the entire reason. This is negative thinking. This negative is thinking, negative thinking, limited, limited negative beliefs. Thoughts. And, and not meeting your fullest potential. You are the asset to the podcast to keep the glue together. You keep are. it light, to keep yeah. it informative, yes. knowledge, and flow. It is, it, remember, we mind. talked about this before. Jag has a girlfriend, uh, by the way, and his girlfriend is in Mexico. And we spoke about oh. this, where it takes three to, three? Rule, tres, to tres. rule the land. 
to rule the land. To rule the land. To rule the land. You know? Yeah, man. This, our audience is going to be so annoyed with it. They're going to be <laughs> no, crying gonna be like, it at home. It. They're going to be like spitting everywhere. Yeah. They're not going to know what I would love to. I just can't wait to see the, the captions. That would be even better. What the <laughs> captions are going to say. Yeah, there's no, right. There's Both no, captions. Yeah. yeah. No, um, so, what we were talking about. No, no, no. I was just saying that uh, the, the documentary stuff, uh, we were mm -hmm. talking about that. Have you seen the movie, Andrea, called Lion? No. Okay. You got to watch it. And, okay. Uh, what is it? I haven't either, Jag. Yeah, I know way. we talked about it, Josh. <laughs> we talked about the movie Lion with Ajmer on another podcast, but okay, my fault. It's a real story. Hello. Movie. Uh, Jag, you went all virtual. And, and yep. Jag, we didn't hear any of that. You guys started. Right, can you hear me now? Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna have to start. Right, lion right, like the animal. So it's, it's lion like the animal exactly. Okay. L i o n, and uh, it's a real story been made into a movie. Uh, Dave Patel is the main actor. I don't know the guy from Slumdog Millionaire. If you guys have seen the movie, yes, yes. Yep. So it's uh, that guy is the main actor. And is he uh, the only Indian actor, by the way? Because <laughs> I feel like he's the he's, main actor in every single one. He's, I would say, like from the Indian diaspora, Josh. The, <laughs> diaspora. The, the, uh, SAT word. I gotta get that. Yeah, they, 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 they. You don't understand the conversation I was having job. last it's week. It's an inside joke. I was okay. the dumb. No, but I was the dumbest one in the room, right? In that, in that conversation, not the dumbest, but like the less informed. And they threw that word at me, and I was like, "Well, I don't understand the rest of this conversation if I don't understand that word. I gotta understand that word." So I had to interject in the yeah. middle of the conversation and be like, what is that diaspora? Yeah. No, no. You know what it means, Andrew? But no. <laughs> so you can let me know. Yeah, yeah, I'll let you know. I had, it, took, it took me six minutes and I still don't know. <laughs> so. Oh man, okay, all right, let's go back. No, I was just saying that, so the movie, Lion, so what happens is, and it's a real story I said. So this guy born in India, for some reason gets separated from his mom and then he ends up in a totally different state from where his home is. Um, and then they said that, you know, there's nobody to take care of him. So there's a couple in Australia who really wants a child. So they send that kid to Australia when he's very young. And then he grows up with that Australian slash Indian identity. And then the movie is all about his journey, how he accepts that and, and how then he tries to find his mom. And I don't want to spoil anything or anything like that, but the message okay. is beautiful. All right, I'll definitely check it, it out. I'll definitely check it because out. Because it, it resonates with what we talk about here. And yeah. And, well, um, I mean, that's like every Disney movie or every Star uh, Wars movie. I feel like I'm in the there hero's journey, you know? There we go, exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. It's, like this, it's like, how many times do we have to tell you? Yeah. This is how you do it. I don't know how many ways I can slice it. To, yeah. It's the same message every time. Every Guys, single time. Come on now. But now, Josh, okay. I think it's, it's time for us to, so, so this is where you come from. This is where your story, I want to focus okay. more on what you do now. Thank you. Right. Well, you know, you I'm going to do my little plug. Yeah. We're having a great time. I want to just to let the audience know, even though they can't see me yeah. at this segment in the time, we're having a great time. Grab your cell phones, go to your email and type in am.pressplay at gmail.com. So I can give you guys a complimentary session so I can get you to press play in life. And by the and way, life guys, they're expensive. You. They're expensive. I mean, <laughs> don't think just the, you got to have a little bit of change in your pocket in order to be able to purchase this product. And, and it's a worthwhile product. Not saying that whatsoever. 
but oh. hey, it, it, I, I will definitely a free one is what I'm trying to say is a good one. I mean, this yes. is a good deal. No yeah. commitments. You yeah. don't even have to buy anything. Nope. You know, just learn from what this lady, what this lady has to say, because she has experienced emotions in life in a way that most haven't. And this is a great opportunity for you to understand exactly what, what that would be like and to appreciate your life if you've had it a little easier. Now, if you've had it a little harder than Andrea, you know, you're I'll more than you welcome to get at. a discount price. <laughs> I'll meet you where you're at. I do not dictate. I do not lecture. I listen, learn, and love. And that's what it's mm. all about. Mm. Love that. Listen, learn, love and love. That. The L's. Yeah, the three L's. Wish they were How three do you R's. do that? Oh, that must be an advanced <laughs> civilization type thing they're trying to throw at us. How do you do that, Jag? Come on, three L's in a row, like the R's. Come on, you can do it. How do I do that? Well, in Spanish, <laughs> two L's. <laughs> two, well, in Spanish, don't two L's make uh, <laughs> two, L's, two, two L's make a, a Y. Yeah, a Y, right? So it'll be yes. yellow, something like that. Yeah. That reminds you oh, of those man. auctions, it all makes you know, sense. Like Oh my goodness. Auctions. Yes. I would, speaking of cars, I was watching a segment the other, uh, we were watching um, a segment the other night where they were doing an auction yeah. for a Ferrari and right. it ended up being like $3 yeah, million. Which, let's see how much you know of cars. Which Ferrari? Yes. It was the... She's a spoiled brat. She definitely knows all these things. Come on now. Oh my gosh, it's, it's right on the tip of my tongue, I think. Cayenne pepper? I <laughs> was it, oh man. Is it was it a California? No, it wasn't a California. It was, um, oh man, you're going to put me on the spot. I can't recall, to be I'm honest. I'm, I'm going to be honest. You don't know. I can't remember. It was a red one. It was a red one. <laughs> and it had wheels and, and a steering in, wheel. In Spanish, that is rojo. rojo. <laughs> and it went babroom. <laughs> there we go. Turning oh. it up. Turning it I up. Love that. <laughs> room. That should be yeah, a t-shirt. We should make t-shirts with all these R's. How many words can we make with double R's and make that the t-shirt company? There you or go. any company. I don't know. I'm always stupidly thinking, thinking no, that's if creative you just show thinking. it out into the universe. Marketing. Somebody Marketing. could pick it up and do it. You know? There you go. Yeah. Any of our audience. This is this is free marketing advice. <laughs> Life coach advice and Jag, what do you bring to the table? Nothing, man. <laughs> Literally nothing. <laughs> nothing oh, else. man. Uh, serious, serious talk. Serious talk. Serious. <laughs> That's okay. what I bring. Okay, here we go. We're coming back. No, no, no. I'm just going to say um, that. Okay. So, by the way, I love, I love the way you, you know, communicate your message. And your message, first of all, is we live in a world where one size fits all is not really the the ideal way to do business, right? But I love yeah. that your message appeals to people who have, who, who might not have the same experiences that you did, but they want the same things, if you know what I mean. Right. Absolutely. That is the reason why I love the way you communicate. And I feel like your story can inspire and, you know, light the lives of people who, again, might not have had your past, but want something from it, you know? Yeah. So in this day and age, and I want you to go back, I say this in day and age, but I want you to go back to the time when you were starting this, this venture of yours. Um, which platform, which type of media did you use to, to get started with? 
And how have you developed yes. that over the years? The reason I ask that question is because I'm, I'm a fan of platforms. I'm a fan of building platforms and, and right. I want to help people in this day and age to build flat platforms if they want to start their own venture or their, on their business. So this would give us an insight into what you did and what's your attitude towards it right now. Yes, absolutely. And by platforms, do you mean like... YouTube, TikTok, okay. Okay. Facebook. Yeah. Okay. So this was a long time ago before all of this. So yeah. I ah, really lady. got inspired. I got inspired by, to be honest, music. Okay. And I would really take it, the lyrics, you know, like I said, when, when, when I was going to, you know, when I was growing up with my parents, you know, they wanted me to be culturally diverse. And right. so we would go to plays, we would go to theaters, museums, you name it. All right. And when I wanted, when they were, when I knew that I was getting ready to go to a theatrical event, my parents would purchase or, yeah, purchase at that yeah. time. They would purchase. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of anything you were like, else. Donate? Do I say donate? No, that's not true. That's no, they they would purchase uh, like you know. the soundtrack. So, okay. but there would be the lyrics to the play in it, you know, and I would read it, and I would All be right. like, "Wow, this was this is really powerful." So I got a better. I got a different sense of what I was going to attend before I attended it. So for example, this is kind of crazy and I'm waiting for everyone to laugh. So my, now we're not my parents laugh. We we would that. go to, <laughs> my parents would go to the theater a lot and we okay. went to see Les Miserables probably right. 10 that. times. I'm Love not that. even joking. Yeah. But when I was young, my parents would get this soundtrack i would listen to the soundtrack but i would also read and what i thought was amazing the segue to this jack that you brought yeah. to the attention is this cookie cutter world's gotta stop yeah everybody learns differently i don't if you put a book in front of me i'm asleep i i, I can't absorb information that way yeah. if i have an audio book music and then watching somebody and having somebody sit next to me, that's yeah. how I learn, hands-on, virtual, okay. yeah, visual, and audible. I agree, that's, that's the, that learning, and here's, the, here's where it, it hasn't happened, and uh, I don't know if you know of this guy, uh, Peterson is his last name, he's like a super popular psychologist. Uh, anyway, uh, basically studying for school and learning has turned into podcasts where you yeah. don't even have to pay to be educated in the world, which is what right. the textbooks are supposed to teach you in the first place. And they become outdated. Yeah. It's much yeah. better to have a podcast university, right. you know, recommended podcasts at the university. And, and by the way, it's still not, it's not happening. We, right. That is an avenue of business. If you want to talk about an entrepreneur and being ahead of the first wave, yeah. that right. is the most thing. And I think that's maybe where Jack comes in here and you come in there and I just created the idea, but it's because I've listened to Jordan Peterson is his name. Right. Okay. He's created okay. a college and he's built a following and he makes millions of dollars and he, and all this uh, yeah, like I can, school is for for very cheap i'm saying I yeah can, no and it's absolutely. a podcast I can, I can vouch for that like my parents have spent like money like so thousands thousand dollars to put me through private school and then a good university but the real education that i've had that have actually mattered in my life happened outside of those institutions absolutely absolutely you know I mean? 
And you know, it's funny you mentioned that because when I was going to college or when I was going to high school and college rather, all all my friends would do the the high school thing, the college thing, and then the master's degree. Now I'm not, you know, downplaying anything. Yeah. But there's a joke. There's a joke. Everybody has a trust fund to be able to do that. Yeah, but still, but if you think about it, when you're hiring somebody, what is the first question jobs want? They want experience. Yeah. And a lot of my friends didn't have experience. They went from high school, grad, uh, high school, college, grad school. I went high school, right. I went high school, graduate. That's because they're going to go to work for the, their daddies. That's because they're going to go to work for their daddies. But not all of them. I know, but you know, the, the, the ones that make everybody, I have a daughter, she's 16 years old. Do you know why she wants to go to college? Do you know why what? she wants to? Thank you. Thank you very you much. Look thank, like you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 25, much. 30. I'm trying to oh make my a point gosh. here. I'm sorry. I just, wow, that blew my how, mind. How old do you think Josh is? How old do you think Josh is? Uh, I thought I like, I don't know, 28, 32, maybe. 28, 32. Yeah. 43. Aw, that's adorable. Aw, you're adorable. 43. <laughs> 43, 43. Cool. Yeah, that's Ladies all and I gentlemen, if you I, haven't seen this man looks very, very yeah, young. Both of you look very young. My shoulders so. and my head, yeah. the rest of my body is <laughs> incapacitated. I cannot move it or run very fast. Yeah. Anyway, what I was trying to say, and yeah, yeah I, Lee, yeah. I already forgot it. I knew I was forget <laughs> it. Your daughter's 16 years old, and we were talking about people going to work for their parents. She, what, what does she say when you say? And what does she say? Yeah. Yeah. That, why does she want to go to college? Why does she your daughter want to go? She wants to go to college because yeah. all of her friends go, all of her rich friends go to college, and all the rich people set a precedence. It's about a perception. It's about the way yes. you yeah. look. It's about, yeah. I have these expensive shoes. It's about, I, I dress down cool. I hang out with the cool crowd. Like you right. have no All idea how- That was my middle school how, and college years. Yeah, but it's, yeah. To a, it's to a way higher degree oh, yeah. now because yeah. of social media and, yeah. and the, the technology. It's taking Fish. over. Like yeah. we're like that, that, seeping into it. And that's also getting back to what Jag was saying. It's food yeah. perspective. Social media, I mean, I looked at the behind the scenes, no spoiler alert for The Mandalorian, and I was like, what? (laughs) What? And then, you know, and these people are posing with their amazing outfits. Man, they're in a dressing room. (laughs) They're at the store, not purchasing that dress, that suit, that bag, those shoes. You know what I mean? And and what's kind of awesome is our son... So our son is very intellectual. He's very yeah. beyond his years. Let's put it this way. A couple of years ago for his birthday, he wanted to go see Johnny Mathis and Yanni and then go to the Smithsonian for his birthday. Have you? Okay. He, was like, like, he was like eight. Okay, <laughs> He's like eight. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even messing with you, girl. Like the way you speak, whenever you don't speak like you're educated, whenever it's just that <laughs> slang, it is so true and you should run for office. Let me tell you, you would take the entire Latino rednecks, everybody, because you're just talking your thing. Well, that's you know, because, and, and if you look at it, all of the analytics on my following are 100% male from 25 to like 45. Well, so, yeah, well, you the, know what that, I mean? Yeah, that, that might be a little different demographic than what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. but, but what I'm saying is, so getting back to our son is 
Now I lost my train of thought. Now you want yeah. to oh, oh, so, so, he, oh, oh, so, so what he want, <laughs> wanted to do, he said a couple of years ago that he wanted to become a chef, right? So I was just okay. like, well, let Love me see that. how I can, how can I incorporate this, you know? Help him. And I yeah, realized yeah, I went yeah. to school with two men who went to Johnson and Wales Culinary Institute. Ooh. And okay. I am, we, my husband and I are proud to say he did an apprenticeship with the chefs in their restaurant. No way. Not even 11 yet. And he so was able to see behind the scenes. Like in the kitchen. This is in not the like, kitchen. This is not like no. a waiter, waiter, manager type of thing. In, in the, the kitchen okay. with the chef, with that's the big. sous chef. And, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We need to live, allow our children, our future to live their dreams. Yeah. Don't let them live their dreams that you dreamt of. Yeah. If you want to be, and this is why I really think Montessori is really good too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trade schools, apprenticeships, internships, that is going to be where the future is. That's where the impact, the future, the influence, and the income is going to come about. 100%. Because if you try to put people into, you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this, they're going to fall short or do the bare minimum. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people are not happy in their nine to five, mom, ten to six. If my mom was listening to this, now you know you should have you should have taken <laughs> a different route. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Well, let me tell you, the 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 bigger you build your empire, the more empire you have to lose, right? So, what right. if you have no empire and so you don't rely on anything? You have nothing to lose. Which way is the better way to live? Well, that's what I'm doing. I took a risk. I followed my heart, not the herd. Okay. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take everything that I've learned. I failed a million times in my life. Look at my life. I wasn't fearful of success, of failure. Yeah. I was fearful of success. Why? Because I'm real. I talk yeah. with the way I talk. Yes. What you see is what you get. Yeah. And yeah. I can res resonate with you, whether you're 30, 40, male, female, I've been there. We all have a story I'm, and it I'm has multiple troll. It has multiple chapters. Some of loss, some of depression, some Absolutely. of dependency, some of anxiety. Yeah. But what I do, I just listen. I empathize. Yeah. I sympathize. Yeah. I recognize that there's more to meets the eye than more than meets the eye. Transformers. In, in, in segment. Just, just a matter of <laughs> empathize, matter sympathize, of, uh, synthesize. Transformers more than meets the eye. <laughs> that was for you. Yeah, yeah I, I appreciated that. I appreciated no, that's what I'm saying, Josh. Like in a matter of 40, like we are, I, I'm supposed, like I haven't talked to her before and I'm assuming mm. you haven't either, but in a matter of 40 minutes. We met at the minutes, same has, time. Exactly. She's wow. opened our, our minds and eyes into something so beautiful and something so large that, you know, yeah. this, this movement of yours, we can feel the energy. We can feel the ball rolling and all we want to do yeah. is just be a part of it. So we're all yeah. going in so that direction, brother. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that, you know, um, yeah. And, and it's, it's crazy to think about this, you know, three people, totally separate backgrounds, totally separate cultures, they come together through a platform, on a platform they meet and they start sharing stories and, and, and they connect, they connect. Right. It just makes you that the world is so small and we are just divided by our own limitations and our own thinking and everything. If we are just right. willing to listen what your message is, you know, world would be such yeah. a better place. Thank you. Yeah. And, so it's, it's, yeah. and it hasn't been easy, you know, like yeah. I said, that I've been behind the scenes on everything, promoting my husband, doing social work, doing psychology. I was never in the public eye until October, 2020. Yeah. Okay. And it just, 
it just like kicked off. I, I saw the opportunity with Mr. Les Brown. Oh, that was what I was saying before. I, I would, so we were asking Jag about platforms. So it was yeah. all about music. Yeah. And then probably from 2014 to present, yeah. I listened to motivational videos. Eric okay. Thomas, Wayne Dyer, Tony Robbins, you know, the seek, watching The Secret, my mentor, Mr. Les Brown, and Greg Platt. You know, yeah. I've been brought up on all those, Jim Rohn and everything. Zig Ziglar. Zig Ziglar, Earl Nightingale, you name it, the list goes on and on. Arsenio and Hall. <laughs> That's the only one I know. Stephen Arcovy. Right. Yeah. And and so Man, what I did was I figured again. out. I, no. Well, I'm just saying. You know, Eric Thomas. You know, Denzel Washington. Yes, I, I okay. know one. Denzel. I know one. All right, there gonna, you go. I'm just gonna jump out when I know one. Will Smith. Yes, Will Smith. <laughs> Yeah. Jennifer Steve, Lopez. Steve Harvey. Oh, Steve come Harvey. on. Now you're, now you're just throwing me. No, I'm serious. Lollipops. They're all have lollipops. all, uh, how many licks does it take to get the center of a lollipop? Remember Three. that? All Three. Three. They, Three. Three. <laughs> Tres. But so Tres. what I did was I took all of these influences and I figured out how can I relate yeah. to them? What are they, what are their messages that relate to me? And then I took music, yeah. Eminem, Dr. Dre, you know, Ooh. and I took, you know, favorite to the Dr. Point Dre of, song. You know, favorite Dr. Dre song right now. Come on. Explosive. Well, I've never even heard of that. I've never heard of that. What? Which, which what? album was it? In? Oh, I don't, I don't know, man. It's on actually one of my feeds on. It's on one of my it's feeds. It's my favorite song, but why would I know what album it's on? Come on now. Because I don't, I don't think of it that way. <laughs> yeah, let me see. Now you're gonna make me find it. Hold on one I don't second. I think it's an actual title to a to a thing. What's it, Jay, What's your favorite song? If you were gonna say one, come on. Doctor Dre. I need a doctor. The rap in that. There you go. No, just whatever. I, I need a doctor by Doctor Dre. I need a doctor by Doctor Dre. Is that with Eminem, right? Yeah, that's with Eminem. Because yeah, it's about like his life story one. and everything. Yes, yeah. I like that one. Yeah, and it's like, what up, Dre? Yeah. What okay, up, here you ready? <laughs> Yeah, go. go. Copyright. Oh, hell yeah. I like that song. So, so yeah, I didn't want to copyright. I just played a few seconds of it, but you could edit Sounds that out. Yeah. But yeah, it just had a like a flow. And, and that's what I want to do. When I connect with individuals, when I meet somebody, whatever element that I'm in, yeah. I want to make sure there's a connection, a chemistry, a vibration, and right. understanding. Because if I'm willing and ready to listen to you, I am going to expect and, you know, request the same. Same, And, yeah. you know, and that's what I made, you know, that, that, that was really difficult for me was I would set my expectations so high thinking that, oh, I'm going to go into this and this person's ready to meet with me or talk with me or, yeah. you know, friends or family. And I put my expectations that high. Yeah. And then that's when you realize not everybody has the same morals, values, and ethics. As exactly. You. See, and there's where, judgments yeah. and there's ridicules, yeah. talking behind the scenes, prejudice. And how they really feel, racism, prejudice, yeah. even within your own family. 100%. You know what I mean? Well, and yeah. oh, yeah. you know, and, and I, I, I kind of joke like, what is your scenario? What does your Thanksgiving look like? What does your Christmas look like? What does your family reunion look like? Oh, yeah. he's coming. Let's see if he got out of jail. Oh, he's coming. He's going to be the lush. Oh, she's coming. Let's see what flavor of the month does she have. 
And I think when we get out of our own way, do you say be that transparent? No, I tell people. No, I'm anything I say here, I say to people. Nice. There's okay. no filter. I like so, that. you know, when I used to go to family events, you know, and Thanksgiving and Christmas were big at my parents' house. And okay. before I met my husband, you know, I, like we talked about before, I would sever ties with my relationships. So I was always the person with somebody different or always by myself. And I'd hear the whispers, I'd hear the jeers, I'd hear the, oh, well, I guess she didn't meet anybody this time, or man, she's never going to get married. She's never going to have a family. And this was my own blood, my, my own family. Yeah. In my Who eyes, would blood. say that though? The people that, the people that normally. The family, say, my family uh, members, extended family members, you know, really? that thought that they were all, you know, all that. And then would when your, you would come your, to that Would your Latina come out and be like, I heard what you said. I, I would approach right them, but then I got in trouble for my parents oh. because I was being disrespected to authority mm -hmm. or my elders. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it was difficult for me. So that's like I said, when I got into high school and I got into college where I didn't have the hovering of my family per se, that's when I got in trouble. My mouth would always get me in trouble because I would speak the truth when people were like, well, who are you to even judge or say something like that? Or mm. you don't even know me. And I'm like, well, there you go. Exactly. That's well, what maybe, my message is. Maybe it wasn't necessarily that. It was just that's kind of how you interpreted what they said. You know what's so difficult? Right. Like even when, even when I directly say, like even Jag, me, like anybody that we work with, you say something to somebody and you think like I've plainly said it yeah. in right. the most obvious way that it could be interpreted. Yeah. And then the person still interprets it, interprets it in, yeah, differently. Yeah. How is that even possible? I was because right it's emotion, right? Yeah. It's emotion. They're not looking at the words. They're not looking at your body language. They're not looking at or listening to your tonality. Yeah. And that's the structure of effective communication and effective listening. I agree. Because if you're looking and paralleling their body language, their eye contact, their tonality in coincide. Coinciding with what they're saying, yeah. then you can get the clear message. But a lot of people only hear a portion of what they really want to hear. They're not ready for it. Yeah. They're ready on, on the attack. Some people just want to be heard and then just to be respond, to react. Yeah. yeah. You know? See, again, like the, the, the cookie cutting thing doesn't work. One size fits no. all doesn't work. So what you were no. saying earlier, um, you know, you don't have to be a people pleaser. You know, so I've, I've had like, I've, I've been podcasting for about two, two years. And when I started off, I used to be this jolly, overly enthusiastic guy, no matter what guest you put in front of me, I'd be like, Hey man, how's it going? And all of that. But then over the, years, I've, over the years, <laughs> oh, I've, no. this is what uh, I got to look forward to now. What Andrea was saying, I'm gonna you be know? Jag. No, 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 what Andrea was saying that you gotta, but you what gotta changed learn. you Jag? Cause that's what my question is for you now. The yes, challenge is on you. Why did you change? Why did I change? Mm -hmm. Is because I, I almost did it. Well, there are two reasons. Number one, okay. I took a professional course on like speaking and, and all of that, like tonality and time. Right, you nailed that class with like hundreds <laughs> through the roof. I'm sure they use you as an example today. You're in the hall of fame of speaking. You got a beautiful voice, man. This yes. Guy. It's beautiful a beautiful voice. A lot of hard work. Like I remember just yeah. standing in front of a mirror at night and just speaking, just speaking yeah. difficult words, sentences. Yeah. So what changed me is 
is when uh, I was saying something and the other person that I was talking to was drifting away, wasn't having, wasn't paying attention to me, what I was saying, what my message is. And this that, wasn't my really- my friend, is a reflection of them, not you. Exactly. So you're right, you're right. And I had to learn that through a hard way. So what I did at first was I mellowed down. I started to mirror and match. You know, if a person has a certain type of body language, I'll put off my overly enthusiastic one and I would try to, you know, mirror them first and then communicate right. with them, hoping that that would work. But eventually I found out that that doesn't work either because what you're doing is you're leaving your natural self in the bag yes. and you're trying to please people absolutely yeah, you got to bring your point. natural self out of the yeah, bag you got to bring, the, you gotta bring your natural self out without any filters and that's something <laughs> yeah, that's which i would a, say I mean, honestly yeah yeah and yeah. that's what, something what which i would say i'm still I'm, I'm still working on right now like i've developed go this get yourself of, out of the bag right now jack exactly right now yeah. go over there See a but metaphorical wanna, bag i'm opening <laughs> but i do want to ask you jack do you feel comfortable uh, comfortable in, in what sense do you mean? I'm sorry. When you are having your different jacks of trades of what you do yeah. as a podcaster, as a business person, as, you know, friends, you know, with your, your friends, are you yeah. the same person or are you not? I, I hate putting on masks for every occasion. Okay. That answers your that, question. Uh, yes. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? about you? Uh, I put on, I put on a little bit of a mask. Yes. Why? I, uh, because... Not all life is as happy as certain times in your life. So certain True. times in your life, you kind of have to put on that hat because you kind of want to keep it going for everybody else. You don't want to let anybody down or whatever. Right, so but you also have to life, take care of you. Yeah, so as long as there's a happy balance, you know, but balances come kind of also in waves where Absolutely. the balance is lower and now how do you deal and the balance is higher and now how do you not be an a spoiled right. rich kid right because right. the Absolutely. balance is high and it's oh you're way up there and you're like oh i can see yeah. above the clouds and i have as much money as i want and my the world is my oyster i don't know there's right. many 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 times in books in the bible and different things where they tried to tell you all of the rules and exactly what it how you're supposed to act mm -hmm. you know, and we're and it's left up to the adults to teach the children and that's Absolutely. that's not uh that's not looked at enough before you're the, before you're the age 18 you should have been i don't i don't know that's that's all that's as far as I want to go with that one. But I, I feel like that you understand where the energy is trying to go. I just don't right. know how to uh say it uh well, to give feel, it its worth. Yeah, I feel, you know, I always used to joke with people. I said, you know what, you got first to third grade, kindergarten to third grade, nursery to school third grade, depending on the structure of where you're at. Yeah. That is interpersonal skills interaction learning how to communicate with people and and getting comfortable with individuals in your own self yeah. that starts then very I would young say, by the way that starts for, at like one through three yeah so if yeah you like nursery that one, yeah so if you miss that one now you're at 
three through six, right? So now you're behind right. the eight ball as far as interaction. And that's where it starts to snowball. I'm sorry. Right. Keep going. And that and that's where I fell in infantry. Yeah, you, know, you fell for the in first infantry. year or whatever. I was just like I had no clue who I was and I, I still was struggling with medical ailments and so more so on and so forth. But I feel yes, there's not a cookie cutter way as Jack has said. Yeah. There should be a fine line of like an kind of semi blueprint, you know, and I, I think, think we don't really look at that as a significance because I feel like if we're going to go the school route, yeah. maybe kindergarten through third grade, you're kind of learning how to interact with people, no, different, different far. personalities. That's too far. We're already going so much further than you even had started. You're talking about like within the six month to 11 months when you had well that's trauma. where nature and nurturance is yeah. but that's not going to happen as much because the whole world has changed where both parents are working or they're not happy and you've got one parent or one caregiver taking care of the youth and they're not satisfied with that role because that's their primary role and in the other regard, you've got children raising children, if you think about it, or electro let's be real, electronics raising children. Yeah. How many times do you walk, look, walk around the, you know, outside or in the supermarket and you've got toddlers looking at games and stuff like that. That's their babysitter now. That's their babysitter. That, oh, keep junior or, you know, little girl hush, let's give for something to watch. What's Here's the a TikTok. Here's an unveiling alternative, of that. Andrea, what's the alternative? How do we help that? I that is a problem that we all see that nobody's talking about, but we right. all understand is a problem. Probably the number one problem that is affecting the the anywhere because yeah. the kids that were raised by are, screens. Yeah, you just listen to whatever the screen says, right? And that's what you do. You don't look at maps no more. You don't look, you don't know where you're at. If your screen goes out, they what happens? Out. What happens? They now you're out. in hell. Now you're yeah. all isolated even, in hell. You have no so idea what to do. You have no idea where to go. Go, right. Jack. Go so, back. oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. So I was going to oh. say, yeah, just a compliment to what Josh is saying, like Wi-Fi screens is sort of becoming mm -hmm. like best friends of people, like life companions, and you can't live without it. So yes, right. Andrea, tell us what the alternative is. So what I feel is get them into nature. I don't care what it takes. Read them books. Let them use their imagination. Einstein says now to get you so far, imagination encircles the world. Yeah. Think about all of our former legacy leaders, Walt Disney, yeah. Albert Einstein, and Benjamin Franklin. The, the, uh, the Wow, it just went out of my head. Brothers, I can't think of their name right now. But Warner Brothers, eh? Yeah. Right no, 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 no. The Wright Brothers. Yes, the Wright Brothers. Right brothers. Yeah. And think about that. Why do you not want to have influence on your children? Yeah. We are their first coaches, yeah. parents, leaders, mentors, and nurturers. Why would you not want to be engaged in your child's life? Because and you're why? so frustrated with your own life 
you're not satisfied, you're miserable, miserable, misery loves company. So to avoid taking it out on your child, you're gonna throw them in front of a screen that can teach them whatever they want. And at a click of a button, you're teaching them instant gratification and immediate response. And why is, That's it, not allowed, the why. And why is it allowed by the government? Like, shouldn't it already be like by the well, government? Like, do you really wanna go there? Time? Yes, <laughs> I wanna go there for sure. Because, because I wanna solve the problem. Hey, the only way to solve the problem capitalism. Is to go go. Capitalism, my friend. I truly believe that if we really look at our society as a whole and we tap into what are we programming our children into, that should be morals, ethics, and values that we acquire and adopt. And if we don't adopt and adjust to what we were raised on, then it's our responsibility as parents and as adults to do it and, and modify it. This is what it's all about. It's like just about, like, as far as the mantra goes, like, yes, serious, but also lighthearted at the same time. Not, not right. so serious that you just like, it angers you. You get you awkward. To, you feel awkward. You want to You have to be, be able to break the ice at some point, but you have right. to let people go down into the ice, you know, because yes. that's how- A little bit uh, to yeah, feel it. a lot of it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So, All right. yeah, so that's the mantra. So, yeah, so I look forward to the email, the copy of tonight's recording, and we will meet Friday the 3rd at 2 p.m. Uh, yes, An Andrea Mason. Andrea. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's a spoiled brat coming out. <laughs> hey, the spoiled brat, Andrea Mason. Can't call her Andrea. Can't no, do that. How that's, to the, press that's the Italian May. Is that you? So, oh. No, that's Italian. And Andre, Andrea and Andrea is the Italian way of saying it, which okay. is interesting which, too. No, Italian is uh, very close to Spanish. So yes. I, yeah, Andrea. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. No I worries, didn't say that all good. Times throughout, or did I? It's okay, my Lake, my Jim Lake Norman. It's okay. Oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. My name is Josh, and yes. uh, two, three, one yes. out. Thank you, Andrea. <laughs> Stop making fun of me. <laughs> All right. Take care. All right. Be well. Bye.